And we're live with Miami's Community News, and I'm Michael Miller. Our guest today is Frankie Ruiz. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Long time. Yes. Long time. You are Mr. Miami. You yeah. run Miami, and I know you've used that in some of your slogans. So it's been a while since, we, and I've always been a fan of yours from the, from the, you. from the get-go. You Thank were you. one of my inspirations years ago when I used to run. And uh, you, you helped me, even though it wasn't direct, by, by virtue that you were friendly and in the running community. And you've inspired literally thousands and thousands of people. Oh, thank you. Yes. So before we get to the, your, your, your pride and joy with your school, <laughs> let's talk about the running activities that you've had for years in, in, uh, in Dade County and, and also in the city of Miami. So let, let's talk about some of the things, how, how you got started and why you got started in that arena. Yeah, no, I, I um, you know, first off, I, I got to thank you because uh, I'm, I'm all about local stuff. And I think you're like the you and your brother, just perfect examples of of uh, of what Miami needs, which is just keep telling the Miami story, which is so unique. So I appreciate that that local uh, angle that you thank constantly you. offer. Um, and we met here, by the way, a long, long time ago, which was pretty cool. Dude, for, why don't you us. tell him about how long ago? Yeah, that was. I, I have to say, I think it was about 16, 17 years ago. He uh, he helped us advertise the Miami Tropical Marathon, which was the the, the humble beginnings of what now is known as the Lifetime Miami Marathon. Yes. And uh, you helped us get the word out uh, through through the newspaper and through uh, you know just I, I, and well, the fact that you were a runner that helped immediately. Um, but um, but no, I. I I, I gotta say th those humble beginnings. I just remember all those those faces, and you were one of those that that I attribute a lot of our early success to. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, well, thanks for for that. So, but let's let's look at the the if we go the Miami Marathon. That was the name of it. Yeah, right? Miami Tropical. Miami that, Tropical. Yeah, and yeah. what year did that start? That was two thousand three. Wow. Two thousand. And you were one of the uh, yeah with myself with uh, with two other partners. Yeah, yeah. We started that. Uh, you know, took us about a year and a half to assemble, and then we launched in two thousand three. It's just a, still an incredible event. Uh, hopefully yeah. next year, whenever it is. I hope so. Happen. I hope so. I think and we're going to be good. We have our virtual run, and hopefully that'll keep the spirit alive for that twentieth year, which is going to be twenty years That's amazing. since we started that thing. Uh, so I do want uh, one little point of interest in one of those events. Uh, the day before, you would have a one mile run for. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't for fat people. It was <laughs> no, for. Well, we can't what, say that. What was, I know. All right. Well, what was it? What was it called? Well, well, we had we had like a. It was called the uh, Blue Cross uh, Blue Shield Mile uh, that we did. Uh, we actually did one on the run on the uh, on the busway. We've we've done. I forgot how many different places we. So we what did. was the one that was on Biscayne Boulevard? But on it was called. It wasn't Husky. It was. Uh, uh, it wasn't for older people. There was a term. And I uh, said. Um, Oh gosh, it's escaping me now. But we have yes, we have a, uh, and we we use it also for triathlon. The name and it, yeah. it'll come to me. So I go, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. I go down there and then all these six foot three guys <laughs> with legs as long. It actually was my best time, six fifty seven. I remember like yeah, it was just it was awesome. so you really challenged uh, us awesome. and and all of Miami to do that. Now you've had and participate and coordinate running clubs. You had one yep. that I followed for a while in the city of Miami. Yeah, yeah. so we've got, uh, we've got about eight different clubs. We, we started them about 11 years ago uh, together with Baptist Health and, uh, and Nike. We uh, got eight uh, clubs that used to meet. I mean, now we're, we're, we're on pause, as they say. But the Brickle one, the one that you're referring to, is uh, the one that's pretty, pretty well known. That's, that's got uh, nights where we average five, 600 people a night uh, just, just running through the city of Miami. That's so inspiring when I would see that, and you know, and I would say, "Look at these people. There they are, 
if you were boots on the ground, <laughs> running through on Brickell and the area was re it's really inspiring, and, and you could almost you could feel the excitement of the people through the pictures. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, there are some great pictures, some videos I've seen of you standing. Excuse me, this is Grant Miller. Hey, uh, Grant. Frankie, hey, what's up, Grant? I just want to make sure. Did Michael Miller really run marathons? <laughs> There's rumors. Is, is it true that he ran? I I can vouch for him. I can vouch for him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks Thanks so much. So <laughs> there's a pictures of you, and I've seen many of them standing there with, with your uh, arms yeah. up like that. You're a pretty tall guy, long arms, long legs. That says everything about who you are and what we are as a community. Come come with us let's yep. let's go do this together yeah yeah it's a, it's a little uh it's a hashtag i kind of created a while back and it was a, it was kind of a way of of telling folks not to stop it's actually the, the term is don't stop and and the, uh, the idea was when you cross a finish line everyone holds their their hands out and they they cross and they break the tape basically and uh, and i tell folks i'm like well when you cross your first finish line you know don't stop from there you've got you've got more uh you know more start lines ahead of you and so i just kind of stuck with it and um and it's been fun i mean people people tag me all around the world with that stuff but it is it is a welcoming uh post <laughs> not lots an intimidating one lots of people that are in a giving position don't understand as much of, of what kind of effect it has on people that are welcoming it i'm gonna tell you that one day years ago I'm running in, in a University of Miami run. It was around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I'm trucking along, feeling good, 5K, sort of dark. And I see some woman that I know. And I, she's a lot faster than me. And I pass her. And I said, uh, I saw I slowed down. I go, hey, what's going on? And she said, well, I'm going to run the New York Marathon next week. And then she said something that I obviously was waiting for. And she looked me square in the eye and said, you could do that if you wanted to. And and a year and a week and a half later, I was there. So here it is, 20 years later, saying to people, you need to encourage people, right? And mm -hmm. that's what you do when you are out there doing that. You, you are really changing lives. And we're gonna get to school in a few minutes, right? But you, it, what, what you do is you get people together and you encourage them. And I've never seen a depressed runner because <laughs> God doesn't true. make depressed runners. That is true. Right? So when did you realize that not just running, but, but being heavily involved in running uh, could make a difference in your life and in other people. When did that strike you? I mean, I, I, I think, I, I gotta say, it was probably right after the first Miami Marathon. Um, at, at that point, I realized that by putting on these events, we can multiply the effect that just one person might have. You know, I'm a coach, and yes, I can influence those, you know, 30, 40 kids, but um, but beyond that, if we can influence, you know, 3,000 adults or 22,000 adults to have a good experience with running and teach them how to run right and so forth and, and set the, the stage for an enjoyable race, that they're, they're just going to bring one or two more people along the way, maybe 10 people along the way. And that's what they did with you. You know, they said, hey, you, you can, you know, you can consider doing a, a race. And, and I think, um, you know, a lot of people don't, don't realize the power they have to bring someone else into, uh, into a healthier uh, lifestyle. When I first started running, I uh, was with the Miami Runners Club, Michael Payton. That's right. right? Yeah. He just said, come on, you can do that. And that's right? a founding father here of, uh, of, of running, yes. uh, of local running. And, yeah. and of course, the uh, uh, Hans and, that's right. and Lori, uh, Josh Liebman. Yes. Uh, e even though we're in this, we're, Josh, we're in the COVID-19 group, all right? <laughs> so, uh, but there are these leaders in the running community. Mm -hmm. So when did you say to yourself, gee, I want to go and I want to, 
share my experience and and, and go to the sc a school and and put together a, a track team. Yeah, I mean, I it had more it had a lot to do with my experience. Um, you know, I was coached by by a gentleman by the name of Carlos Barking, who coached my father and um, and at at, at Belen. And I just realized that, um, you know, I, I wanted to be that person pushing, you know, uh, uh, kids to, to their limit um, and, and beyond, hopefully. And, and I think that just always, even while I was a runner, I was like, one day I'm going to be a coach. And, and I think um, I also fell short of my own goals. So, so I, I realized you may be certain things that I could have been told to do differently or, or motivated differently. I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to motivate some difficult kids as well along the way. And so just, um, yeah, I think it was that. It was having that experience of, of having someone that actually cared for the person, cared for the individual, and then obviously cared to make you a better so, runner. So your father was went to Berlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he participated in sports? He did, he did. He was, he was faster than I was and, you know, that... Um, so he was a runner there? He was a runner, yeah. He was an 800-meter runner. He was a, he was a um, basketball player and he was a cross-country runner, so... So 20 years later, you said, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did. And, and he I know he coached for a little while and uh, I just kind of took the 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 reins from there. And I thought, you know what, this could be pretty, pretty neat to do. So uh, Belen's been known for being uh, elite runners for years. All right. Uh, you've just set a record for m wins. Yeah. Would you share that with us? Yeah. So there was a there was a uh, there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Coach Brent ha Haley out of Largo High School. Who everyone uh, you know regarded as a, as a you know as a, an influence in our in our uh, sport and here in the state of Florida and actually beyond that uh, who had eleven uh, uh, state uh, or had ten sorry ten, ten state championships at at Largo High School yeah okay. he was uh, he uh, you know was a, he wrote a book and and it was someone that I, I thought man that bar's that bar's pretty high um, and then when we got when I got myself through I shouldn't say me but the teams that, that we coached uh, got through that fifth or sixth state championship I thought we got to go for that you know that's a that's a good good mark to put the school on and uh, and we just kept you know kind of winning along and then this year we, we finally broke the record and I actually reached out to him um, I had never I had never interacted with him I just heard about him you know uh, through through the book he wrote and and uh, the fo the things people would put online. And I thought I, I want to I want to hear him. You know, I wanna, first I want to thank him, but I want to hear a little bit about about um, you know who he is. And we talked on this at the state meet after after we won. I called him up immediately and I said, "You're the first person I got to thank." Um, you know, and you and never I, spoke to him. Before. I had never ever talked to him, and so, so he since sent me a, a a book with a letter and and all sorts of things. And um, and honestly, one of the most humble guys. And then what was neat about it was you can tell that it wasn't about him. It was about the teams he coached. And I I got to remind myself of so that. So just a lot. to go over again. So you 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 were a coach at Bill Inn. Mm -hmm. You knew that there was a record f for high school coaches yeah. for state championships. Yeah. At some point, you said, "Let's try to let's try to match that." Yeah, I thought. I mean, yeah, I can't say that that's what drove us, but that was kind of a neat goal to go for. This this record's been standing for 33 years now, and um, and my my AD, who's who's Carlos Barking, who was my coach, he always said, "He goes, I want to see that in my lifetime," you know. And he's, uh, you know, he's a, he's still well into his career, but but I, I know that retirement's around the corner. So I kind of said, so you know what, uh, I'll I'll make sure I, I hang in there, even though even though it's tough to to have a family and coach as as uh, as much as that requires. So, so you're very humble. So I'm going to say it. So you so you had you, you had, saw this goal. L let me see if I can do that. Let's see let's see if we as a coaches and team can get there. And then as you as you're about halfway done, halfway through five six, and you said. Maybe we can do this. Yeah. Then you set out in coaching these kids to be able to be champions. All right. 
So you had 11, 11 yeah. state mm -hmm. Florida, Florida state championships in the state of Florida for which which event? For yeah, for uh, basically it's it's cross country, so it's the five k. Five k cross country, and if you haven't done cross country. Go to a forest and try to get through it. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, people don't, and, and this, this is probably you know, good for the, for the viewers to, to understand. Cross country is one of those underappreciated uh, sports out there. Um, you know, I, 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 tell, I tell folks all the time, I'm like, if you, want, if you want to go, besides seeing a marathon, you know, obviously you get inspired there, but if you want to see high school kids kind of pushing themselves to the limit, 15, 16, 17 minutes of this, it's, it's amazing what you see. And then you, you become a participant because you can't watch a cross country meet just sitting in a chair because you're only gonna see them once. So, um, so you gotta run around and you gotta try to catch them at different points. And, uh, and, and when you're done understanding the sport a little bit and you realize that you're only as fast as your fifth runner um, because the time, basically the places are all added up together and the score with the, the, the team with the lowest um, point total wins. Um, you'll realize that it's a real team sport. Everyone thinks, oh, they don't have a ball, so it's not a team sport. And, and in reality, it's, it's the ultimate team sport because you can have the fastest four guys in the world. And if your fifth is the slowest guy in the world, you may not win that, that race. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty neat, it's actually the most running, and this, this is uh, something I like to remind folks, running is actually the most popular sport in all of the U.S. Um, when you combine track and cross-country running, are two different seasons you have more runners running than uh, or more athletes high school athletes than any other sport girls and boys there's a, gr a great uh runner roger waddle do i pronounce his yeah, name right uh, waddle yeah david waddle david, david, waddle. david waddle all right <laughs> every couple months i watch that, eight, that it's a 800 yards yes, right? that's right 800 meters, meters yeah and just for you folks that haven't you should tune in, tune in and watch it he started off in last place that's right and he's and he has like a hat cap you got to watch him mm -hmm. And then slowly, and the music is to it, slowly starts passing people. So he was in the last place well into... And the announcer called it like that, too. The announcer said, oh, he's, he's not having a great day. <laughs> and you can see it's way far back. And then one by one that he did. And he, he won. Him up. And That's how right. much did he win by? By nothing. Yeah. By, by, and he kept in. pushing it and pushing yeah. it and pushing it. Whenever I feel depressed, I go watch that. <laughs> There's still hope. All right. So for every student that you have there, they all have brothers, sisters, teachers, yeah. friends. So it's not just how many people are on your team? So I coach this year close to 50 guys. So I, I, I'll, I'll, that's literally, you know, thousands of people that heard about this and they were affected by this, yeah. right? And I know you're very humble, but I got to tell you, I love when you do, when I've seen several of your Facebook live shows when, when you're running <laughs> down, uh, down by uh, Government Cut. Yeah, Government Cut, yeah, and yeah. And sometimes it's a lonely road over there. It is, but yeah. you you do that, and it's really inspiring. I'm still moved by it. I, I you know I'm still you know sort of emotional about uh, about it. How it really improved my life. And one of the things that we did here is every time I do something that was a, a big event for me, I would always write about it. I would have a story right outside there. This is for all those that thought they could do it. And it, and and I that we have pictures of people that were in wheelchairs and mm -hmm. polio and all those things really were, were quite inspirational. So tell us about some of your students, the past students, your people that were coaching where they are today and uh, tell us about yeah. if you can some of their yeah, I mean, the activities. The, the, the pride and joy really is, is not so much what they do the four years I get to coach them, but what you see them do you know 10 years 20 years from now whether they they become doctors or um you know they they open up uh you know big business and 
and and make Miami better through that business. I mean, we've I've seen it all already. You know, I've been coaching 19 years and and uh, and I see where where they end up, and that's that's probably the most rewarding part. Um, you know, I like teachers and, and 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 school folks all the time. I'm not a teacher, and I don't I'm not at the school all the time, but I can relate to them because you start to see the kids um, evolve a, a bit. But uh, but yeah, this year we've got one that is going to go off to run um, at at the University of Florida. We've got uh, we've got a few still in school now that I've coached the last couple of years that are also collegiate runners. That's that's rewarding to see them run and continue their uh, their running careers. But but like I said, it's it's the best part is when you see them ten years from now and they have a, a little baby and they've got you know their family and they've got a business or their their doctors. I have one that that was one of the first graduates from FIU's med school. And when you see that kind of stuff, you you start to feel uh, you know a little bit better about all the time you you invest in. And you in mentioned it. about kids. Yeah. So tell us about your family. Yeah. So actually, last night we got some some sleep, so that was a, a good thing. Um, but I've got a month and old, a month and a half old, uh, a little boy, uh, Matias, and uh, and then I have a, a daughter who's about a year and a half. Uh, her name's Paulina. Initials are PR, so for personal record. And, um, and so we had to, I had to tie that in, you know, somehow. And um, and yeah. So and then my wife's uh, a dietitian over at uh, Baptist Health, uh, Carla Duenas. So so let's talk about public running events. What does it look like? When do you think they will start back up again, more or less, as you look out? Yeah, so we have this conversation probably about six times a day, I feel. Um, look, I was encouraged uh, recently. There was a big study done out of, uh, out of Japan. Uh, they just had about 787, um, 787 races that they analyzed, and, uh, and they did some, some research. I can't say I know all the, the details behind the research study itself, but what was, what was um, shown in the headline that they found one COVID case tied to a, a race. And these races, some of them were upwards of 1,000 runners. Um, so I think, I think once the consumer confidence in the fact that you're outdoors and that the race, of, the race organizers are doing things uh, the right way, spreading folks out, then we can get back to sort of that mass um, scale uh, racing. It's going to be a little bit, but we just put one on at, at, uh, at, M at, the, um, at the airport but we had ample space. But when you talk about the marathon that has, you know, the Miami Marathon that has a little bit less space to work with, it becomes a little more difficult, a little more cost prohibitive. I think we might be back uh, in March with our 305 half marathon. Um, we're working on plans for, for that and, and making it as safe as possible. But are we going to be back to 25,000 runners, you know, next week? No, it's going to take us a little while. I think run clubs have to start up again. Yes. Um, there's a, a few things that have to have to happen. I think public officials also have to understand, um, you know, that either the risk or how the race organizers are limiting the, the risk uh, to really let us do it again. Um, but I, I firmly believe that we've got to get everybody healthy um, as well. You know, while we're we're fighting this uh, this uh, this pandemic, uh, that that we don't forget that we've got to keep the healthy people or the people healthier so that that uh, and speaking of health yeah. when you when you come when guests come in the office we take the temperature clean their hands yes Look, i got my sticker and, yeah. and there's glass <laughs> everybody gets a sticker there's some people that have yeah. said hello here claudio canale alexandra hernandez raul patterson william um enrique and anna oten juan leonard moses lopez eduardo dominguez your popular jane raysfield <laughs> All right, so lots, lots of people are watching. Um, we would like to be able to help you when you're ready to provide some marketing for your sure. charge. It's uh, something that, that we enjoy doing and that we want to do. You've been great to us yeah. all along. We've yeah. got, we, do, I do, we do have our virtual run, which I think, um, you know, to folks that have not yet given um, the, uh, we're calling it the Virtually Miami Famous uh, uh, Experience. 
And this is basically, it's not taking the place of the Miami Marathon, but it's, it's, it's sort of maintaining the spirit and giving you a little, little added motivation to, uh, to stick with your training and, and don't skip this year's worth of, uh, of running for, for yourself. Um, and uh, it's going, going pretty well. We have uh, upwards of 2,000 people already registered for this experience. And the idea is basically run a half or full or 5K within a window of January 10th through January 31st, which would have been the day of the Miami Marathon. And, um, and you will be given a, a medal according to your distance. The medal is an ode to Biscayne Bay this, this year. Um, you know, all the, all the troubles that, that Biscayne Bay is going, we figured we'd, uh, we designed the medal inspired by uh, Biscayne Bay. So it has uh, mangrove roots, it's got coral, it's got um, the, uh, the color of, of Biscayne Bay or what it should be. Um, we've got a neck ribbon designed by, by an activist, uh, in, in, uh, Biscayne Bay activist. So, um, so yeah, we've, we've, I think uh, Miami needs to, to um, you know, kind of stay close to the Miami Marathon. Um, to stay healthy and so forth, and I think this might this might be a, an option. When you mentioned you had different clubs that were in operation, mm -hmm. that I'm sure at some point are going to be you know brought back. Where were those l l locations? So actually, I think they were everywhere where you got newspapers, which is uh, which is everywhere. But no, we've got eight different locations. Uh, they're all in the county except one. There's one in Weston um, over over in Broward. Um, but the rest are we've got one in the Gables, which uh, which when it relaunches, it, it probably will relaunch out of Lifetime, the, the new Lifetime off of uh, off of Lejeune, which is uh, opening in a in a in a few months. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, one over at, at South Beach that runs out of the, of the Nike store. We've got one in Brickle, which runs out of Fortune International, out of that parking lot. We've got one at West Kendall Hospital, uh, out way west. And, um, and we've got one in Homestead, at Homestead Hospital. And then we've got one at Kendall, which is at, uh, at the Go Run store over on, uh, on Kendall and 117th. So when do you... Oh, wait, I've got one more. Sorry, Doral. We've got Doral uh, out of downtown Doral. Sorry, Mayor. <laughs> it should have been first, all right? <laughs> so in, in these running clubs, are there pre-COVID were there like brand new people there as well as experienced ones? Yeah. And, and and how do you reach the brand new guy that goes, I don't want I want to go. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to push too far. How do how do you do that? What's that conversation sound like? That's that's I guess that's my daily job, right? I I gotta convince folks that this is not the most intimidating you know space to 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 play and run and and, and get healthy and um, that this is not made up of you know just. Uh, you know, Kenyan athletes, uh, you know, running for, you know, for PRs every day, that instead this is a social atmosphere that, that uh, they, they're going to find somebody that either looks like them or has same interest or, um, you know, has, has maybe a similar job. So it becomes somewhat of a networking thing. And we try to sell it that way as well. And, and I think, I think when folks just come try it once or come see a, like, like we've said, we go see a race, you'll see that it's not, uh, you know, it's not all that, um, you know, uh, sporty or athletic looking right off the bat. That doesn't mean that you can't be an athlete, but you know, I kind of live, I, I live, uh, as a coach with, uh, with a model that Phil Knight has, uh, which is basically, you know, if you have a body, you're an athlete. And, and I think that the average person, you know, I say average meaning in, in quotation, but that doesn't realize that. And, and when they come out to these run clubs, they discover they have a body. <laughs> they discover that, that they, they, can, they can change it and make it healthier and so forth. And it's not just about the facade, but it's how they feel, um, you know, running out there. One of the things I liked when I was in running groups is you would see people in their running outfits, and then it was up to you if you cared at all what, kind of, what they did for a living. Because it really didn't matter. Yeah, that didn't. That doesn't matter. I was saying you can just connect with it, but it is the all, one of the ultimate equalizers, right? Like once you start sweating, 
you know, whether you are the secretary at a company or you're the CEO, everybody's on the same start line. They're, they're going through the same humidity here in Miami. They're, they're going through more or less the same thing you are. And I think that's, what, that's what's neat about running. It really equalizes, uh, you know, everyone out there. I did remember what we called it, the Clydesdale Division. The Clydesdale Division. Oh, gosh, I can't believe it took me a little while. That's right. <laughs> Clydesdale. Clydesdale Mile. That's right. Yeah, yes. So... Um, I remember there was some times when we went out and did a, um, it was a race at um, Tamiami Airport. Mm -hmm. I know it's called something different. And so I was running that day and I felt externally well. And I, and I was about halfway through and I said, this is going to be a great time for you. And when I finished, I looked for all my buddies. They weren't there. I was in a whole new group and all it was is 30 seconds, 45 seconds mm -hmm. more. And there I was with a whole set of people that I normally hadn't run with. Right. And it was such an extraordinary feeling to be able to ha be able to go from the people that were walking to the people that were, in my estimation, were, were fast. But you have people that are in these uh, clubs that run um, you know, 12 minute miles, 13 minute miles, some are, some are walkers, That's right? right? Yeah. And there's then no requirement, by the way. Like, it's not like you have to pass the test. And then there are people <laughs> that are fast. And then there's some fast people, right. but you know, they, they uh, I think that, everyone has has something in common no matter what whether you're whether you're the fastest one there or the the least fast as we say we call it sexy pace now um you know and um and people don't give that um you know that they don't they don't try to come see what it's like to you might be you might be next to somebody that's that's a little faster or whatnot, but they don't see what it's like to run with uh, a group of folks socially, right? Everyone thinks of a race and they think everything has to be a race, and and you know you know running with footworks and so forth that it's about the conversation you're having during the run, it's about what you do after with each other, it's 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 a uh, it's not all about the running as we it, say. It was probably the best therapy I ever had. Running and you talk about stuff an hour or whatever it was later, you go, what'd you talk about? I said, you know, I can't even remember. <laughs> it's this wonderful exchange flows, of thoughts, yeah. you know. And, and I learned I was hard of hearing in my right ear, so I'd always run with people on my, on my left side. True. So one of the things that we learned about runners is they're great encouragers. You know, from the little kid who's going to beat the pants off you for the first mile or so, all right? And then to be able to go back and, and in the run and go back a quarter mile and, and applaud people. What a great feeling that is to be a runner, to hear that, and then to go back and return mm -hmm. that, because we just never know when it's going to happen. So in your life, who were some of the great encouragers for you? I mean, I, I, I got to say my dad. I mean, my dad took me out on my first run, uh, you know, took me out on a, uh, I don't remember the distance, but just invited me. I think it may have been 10 years old. And, uh, and I kind of, uh, and I tell dads all the time, I'm like, or dads or moms for that matter, you know, you don't know what you might introduce your, your, your son or daughter uh, to if you just take them out on a, on a walk or a little, little long run. And uh, and he's since then been greatest encourager I've got, um, you know, goes out to all the races and helps me out, whether it's production or maybe if I'm running it, he, might, he may still come out. I don't run that, that many races these days. But uh, but yeah, he's he's one of those. And, and obviously my mom as well. So, yeah, those are my those are my encouragers. And then and then on a daily basis now, probably probably my wife, of course. So, yes. yeah. And your little kids. And my little kids will probably same, be. Same I'll same. be their encouragers for a little bit, but <laughs> but eventually I'm gonna need them to encourage me. So, w what is um, a lot of folks wind up doing other athletic events? Um, the natural progression seemed to have been for a lot of people 5K, then half marathon, marathon, then triathlons. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people that once they they mastered that yeah. running to be able to do that. So, 
uh, and some people feel that pressure to, to do that. But a certain percentage of people go ahead and they do that, which is an extraordinary event, obviously, mm -hmm. whether it's a, the smaller one. I don't know if there's a small one, but the smaller one. <laughs> no, folks okay. are doing ultra marathons now, too. It's, it's right. incredible, the progression. But yeah. Yeah. And um, again, Grant and I want to offer you the opportunity to come here, right? And, and frequently, especially during these next six months as it's starting to get going, and for you to Thank invite you. some of your guests, some of the Absolutely. people, and you could be sitting here and having them talk. And we're, ha we're, we're, we're happy to do that because I know that you were one of the great encouragers in Miami-Dade County. You're always you. happy and I, I continue to see that vision <laughs> of you standing <laughs> like that. Stop. So <laughs> whatever that, whatever caused you to do that, it's great. Good. Thank and you. Uh, when people see you do this, what do you want them to feel from that? I mean, I, I, I want them to, to know that, that uh, they've got one fan at least, right? And and besides themselves, that should be you know there sh there should be someone else out there you know cheering them on. And and if it's me that day, um, you know, then take it and run with it. Um, because I I I find myself you know these days trying to be a fan of everybody in the running community. So if they they see that photo, I mean think think of uh think of me as cheering them on. Um, and then you know down the road, I'll be I'll be proud of whatever they accomplish, uh, and hopefully it's a it's a, a better version of of that first time that they started. You know. So some other people, Perry Term, former police chief here in South Miami. Oh, nice. Angela Vero, Fish House. Hey, Angela. <laughs> great food, folks. Go to the Fish House on on Hundredth Avenue and Miller. Yes. Right. Great. Evan Crawford, Jane's, and a bunch of other people. Nice. So you got you got fans. <laughs> you got fans. Well, That's good. Well, so I guess one of the things that Rabbi Yossi Harlick uh, and I were talking about before is which 2020 are you living in, Michael? The other one of depression and of all the grief, or is there something that you learned from that that you'll be able to look forward to? So what is it that you've learned with, with COVID and your experience with people and all the tragedies that have, been, that have gone on? Again, so what have you learned from it? Ah, gosh. Um, you know, I go back to um, that, that high school coach I had, and, and he would always say, you know, expect the unexpected. And, um, and I think uh, sometimes we put our life in, in, in autopilot, and we just kind of stop expecting the unexpected, and we just think everything is going to be there tomorrow uh, the same way you left it, uh, whether that was an opportunity or was it was your family or loved ones. And I think this, this, uh, this time has, has allowed me to to pay a little bit more attention to the unexpected um, and, and therefore appreciate um, whether it's a, a run club night or it's a race or, or time with a family or in my case, you know, coaching the, the high school kids at a, at a, at a high school meet. Um, just enjoy um, each, each and every day as much as you can and not just kind of, you know, put your foot on the pedal and, you know, not look to the sides. So that, that's been something. Well, in a few months, hopefully, that we're all going to be able to hug each other and to kiss each other and to be able to get back into sort of a crowds, if you will. For years, community newspapers hosted luncheons at Anna Capri and Casa Cuba. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we did that and a lot of chamber meetings. And come Thank you for all the invites. Yes. Yes, awesome. And then come March, our last guest was, uh, we have two minutes left, was Jim DeFiti. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we started building this up. So now we reach hundreds of thousands of people quickly. And that's the, 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 the 2020 that we are living in. Here's what's happened, all right? What can we do to continue connecting people in a way that we hadn't done before? We weren't really sure, because when we started this in January, back when it was a iPhone on a $12 stand, and whoever wanted to listen, and we recognized the thirst was there. We know that there's a thirst for, for people being in sports, 
and you are a true true leader here in Miami-Dade County, and we appreciate you being here. Thank you. And we're going to wrap up one second, but I would like you to look at that camera, and there's some 15-year-old girl or boy over there that's wondering about their life, and I'd like you to talk to them for a minute. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd encourage you, you um, to step away, maybe even from, from the phone for a little bit, or, or step away from, uh, from the gaming if, uh, you know, if you're into that, and, and, and step outside in Miami. We've got 365 days uh, a year that that we can play outside I mean if we get a storm maybe maybe one one day you got to stay in but the rest of the time at least try to get out uh, whether it's 20 30 minutes walk around your block um, jog around your your park uh, get out there wave at people a lot of folks these days aren't waving at each other I don't think you get COVID from waving at one another uh, but definitely if you're you're a young person out there you know go out with uh, maybe with your parents or with a neighbor or with a friend uh, to jog a little run a little Get yourself healthy and, um, you know, and, and always uh, live life uh, expecting the unexpected. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you. Again, our guest today is Frankie Ruiz, a true champion of and for Miami-Dade County. Folks, thank you for joining us. Again, this is Live with Miami's Community News. And, Tommy, thank you for producing the show. Folks, have a great day.